0: Hey, Chris Manning here from Lockdown Cavs. Coming up on today's show, we are going to talk about Colin Sexton and other stuff that is not as fun as talking about Colin Sexton, who just scored a career-high 42 points in the Cavs' win over the Brooklyn Nets, which spoiled the debut of the Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden trio. That's all coming up today on Lockdown Cavs, your daily Cleaning Cavaliers podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'll explain after we come in here why uh, how Evan just made me laugh. But Evan, why don't you tell everyone about our one of our great sponsors, here, real quick, before we get started.
1: Today's episode of Locked On Cavs is brought to you by CBDM. The holidays are finally behind us, which means it's time to catch up on some much-needed sleep. CBD PM blends 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD with melatonin, valerian root, chamomile, and other sleep-promoting ingredients to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And if you want to relax a little bit before bed, that their new CBD bath salts fuse. C- Superior cbd with epsom dead sea and himalayan salt to turn any bath into a luxury experience that are available in lavender eucalyptus scents as well as soothing nighttime blend with melatonin and calming herbs cbd actually i'm a connoisseur of cbd products because you can't trigger drug tests with that that way it helps you relax and unwind after a stressful day and you know I don't need to right now because I'm so jazzed up about this Cavs game. And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering all of our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA checkout. Once again, that's CBDMD.com. Promo code NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. That's to three. Sexton
0: Works on Irving. Trying to get loose. He'll fire. He knocks it down. Osmond steps into a long-distance jumper. Allen. Off to Garland for three. Hey! Knocks it down. Drummond toward Valentunas. Finds a cutter and a Coro! And a Coro! Thunders it home! By Kyrie. Sexton got it back. Nance for the tie. Hey! Knocks it down! Love hands it off the Sexton Feed. Cavaliers by seven. And uh... Cleveland!
1: This is for you!
0: Alright, I I might need some C B D M D to, to get myself in a in a good sleep state after we record this, but that was one of that Ad reads a, a ton. Um thanks for them for supporting though. Thanks to CBDMD.
1: <laughs> oh, absolutely. Huge So Evan, that CBDMD. was one of
0: the most fun Cavs games I think I've covered in a long time. Um, I was, I, as a lot of people I think were saying on Twitter, really wishing that, you know, you could be in the arena for that one because it would have, I think, just been electric. Obviously Kyrie's back and that was its own thing. But Colin was incredible. Um
1: We'll talk more about Kyrie tomorrow because yeah. there's a lot to unpack. Yeah, like, in yeah. Good I'm, ways I'm in very bed, over the but.
0: discourse, but we're going to do an episode. But this this game was incredible. Jared Allen's debut, Torian Prince's debut. Um, You know, you get Colin back after he missed, what, five games with the the injuries. Um, you'll hear – I mean, this game was so crazy that, like, if you heard on the way in, we have a new intro that includes – we were changing it anyway for for reasons that you can probably figure out, but um, – like, there's three clips from this game in it. This game was incredible. You could pick a ton of different stuff, ton of different moments as your favorite thing. But we're going to do in our second segment a whole deep dive into the other players, the other stars of this game. But Evan, we're just going to start with Colin Sexton because in this 147-135 Cleveland Cavaliers win, uh, he scored a career-high 42 points. As as we're recording this, I believe it is tied for Joel Embiid for the highest points roll on this given night. He was frankly the guy in overtime and into double overtime that it wasn't James Harden it wasn't Kevin Durant it wasn't Ky- it wasn't Kyrie like he was the guy dictating the flow of this game made big shot after big shot towards 20 straight Cleveland Cavaliers points this was Colin Sox, the best game he's ever played in his career and um just like I I like I have nothing else to say that guy is a damn incredible basketball player
1: I have plenty to say this was well Kevin Durant and James Harden both pointed this out. He started the night, I believe, one of five or one of six from three, and then they were a little bit more callous and cold about it. Uh, For those of you listening, I did Nets meet availability. Chris did uh, Cavs. This isn't going to be a regular thing. This is just a story. I ask questions
0: about defense because I suck.
1: Hey, no man, you I'm glad you got some mm. questions in. Maybe I was the one who was holding you back in the Cavs media availability <laughs> sessions but um no, Colin was incredible and Kyrie said like he, he loves the game of basketball and this is something we'll talk about more tomorrow's episode. He's like, "But I couldn't help but smile every time Colin kept making shots cuz it was just a crazy game." And that's what it was. It was a crazy game. And um Chris, you're a big advocate of this, but like Colin pulling up from three with confidence and make, taking in making those shots is a huge thing for his growth and development. Oh my God. Oh my and God. Those shots just killer. This might be killer. a little bit of the juice from after this exciting game against a team that's arguably the Eastern Conference favorite this year. Um, I think the Cavs might have their guy in Colin Sexton. I really do. Like, he's really starting to convince me more and more with every game. He, if he, even if he's not like the the guy, he's a guy. He's a guy. Um, he, he's not just. He might not be a guy. He could be, a-
0: dude, man. Um, hopefully with better like personal care habits than the dude from The Big Lebowski. Um, didn't think I'd mention The Big Lebowski in the show, but that's just that's just where I am in my life at all times. Um, look, man, he he did stuff in this game like that. I just can't believe I saw... Con- like, the shot, he, the shot in front of the program, Jimmy Longo, the, the photo he took of of Kyrie rising up through... Sexton rising up through Kyrie was incredible.
1: Click, click. That's a Kodak moment right
0: there. <laughs> um, Kodak spots the pod. But, like, he he just was... He took over this game. Colin Sexton, like, in a game where James Harden, a, a MVP and one of the best scorers ever, Kevin Durant, one of the best basketball players that's ever walked this earth... Um, who was also just like a, a damn bucket, and I just have so much fun watching Kyrie, who was incredible in this game. Consex and I played them both in overtime and in double overtime. Like, and um, the, no,
1: he, he did. He
0: he makes these pull up threes that are just icing the game. He has he shows no absolutely no fear. I mean, the one he hits to extend the game is just like I can't couldn't believe he hit it, you know, because it just like he just pulled it off, and it was just so confident and so clean and so crisp and like he went toe to toe with, with absolutely some of the best players in the world. And Abs- the, yeah, he, he did this on a night where like the Cavs at a certain point were like, and I don't, we, we'll talk more about the and stuff tomorrow because I don't even know what to really make of it now. Um, but like they, That's they weird. leaned it on Jared Allen. They leaned it on guys that they hadn't played before. Darius isn't playing. Kevin's not playing. And he like, kind of made it all kind of work and was making like even that pass he made to the corner to Torian Prince to set up a three in, in one of the overtimes was just like outrageous play from context and I've never I've never this is just one of those games where you see it and like you know guys can have random big nights and and whatever but a game like this is just like affirming for how good he is how good he can be Mm-hmm. Like it's it's incredible to see him do this. Um, I I mean certainly like dating when he was a rookie. I didn't know if he had like had this in him. He he's got no. it. Man, he's he's got it. Colin Sexton has absolutely got it.
1: No, he absolutely does have it, and like it's just a lot. It's just this was a fun game. This was. Um it's just a fun game in general. I'm like shout outs to our colleague colleague at SB Nation, Ricky O'Donnell. He said playing the KD Harden Kyrie Nets has to feel like three on five. So of course Colin Saxon is killing it. That was like the <laughs> coolest part of this game is because they were playing the KD Harden Kyrie Nets everyone nationally was tuning into this game because they're trying to watch the next big three well, but yeah, instead, this is their debut it's this under. This is their debut. It's, it's their debut and this undersized guard from Cleveland said you know fuck you guys I'm gonna have I'm gonna kill it and he does he drags this not drags but he yeah he drags his Cavs team through overtime and he just completely rips the heart out of the Brooklyn Nets and like James Harden and Kevin Durant were bitter old ninnies in this one but like Kyrie Irving was like Super excited, but like you could tell, like the Nets were a little shell shocked by the fact that they just got obliterated by Colin Sexton, who didn't even lead the team in minutes. In terms of, like, I mean, he outplayed Andre Drummond, only played 25 minutes in this game, but like. Larry Nance, Jetty Osmond, and Isaac core all played more minutes than Colin Sexton. Colin was coming off of a bum ankle, or he was trying to bounce back from that, so he was playing a little bit of limited minutes. Like, he absolutely torched the Nets, and this was just such a fun game, and I can't get over it, and I might not be able to sleep tonight, so I'm just going to watch the game again and not ever sleep again. I'm going to take, like, two things about Tonin. Um, like
0: re- I, 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 or take the fine <laughs> products at CBDMD. Yeah. And... Yeah. But I'm, like, re-watching, like, you know, um, stuff right now. Like, I'm re-watching some clips, and it's like he misses his first two shots. They're both
1: three-pointers. He, and he admitted he's like I'm was a little rusty and I was trying to rush it. I think that's the thing. Colin does is like when he comes back from any type of hiatus or like hiatus at any time, like or hiatus <laughs> hiatus whatever. When he misses that footer early and like at, like he rushes some shots when he's trying to get back into a groove. But once he finds his groove, it's just. Like, Bill Simmons and Jalen Rose, I think, talked about it. Like, there's a guy on League Pass, like, you text each other saying, um, oh, so-and-so's getting hot. Like, Colin Sexton's going to turn into that guy. We're like, oh, Sexton's getting hot. Like, you need to switch over on League Pass as soon as possible because he, he's just a delight with how efficient he is offensively and, like, effective he is.
0: Yeah, I, I one of the things that, for me, has that I thought really was really interesting is that, like... I'm going to see how this holds on a rewatch. Um, and there's like body control stuff you did in this game that I thought was really, really impressive and, and a whole bunch of other things. But like the flow of this game early for Cleveland, when I was when I, I had a tweet that was like they're playing two different sports, basically, because the Cavs were trying to run everything through Drummond. And, like, it was, like, very clunky, and the Nets were like, okay, we're just going to, like, run Kevin Durant and, like, Kyrie and, like, run some pick-and-rolls and some screen action and just kind of let them cook. And it was just, like, very different sports. And then by the end of this game, Colin Sexton's the one dictating the flow of that game. And, like, I, I kind of can't believe yeah. I still am sort of just, like, amazed that that happened.
1: No, I really am, too, And. In- I wonder if there's going to be a little bit of there is going to be a little bit of clunkiness with like Kevin Love back and with Darius See, I Carlin don't, I back
0: don't have a concern with Kevin or Darius. I, I, the Andre of it all is like the is the con- yeah the Andre of it all is. Because Jared uh, Allen was was amazing, and we're gonna talk about him, but he was pretty freaking good. Um,
1: him and Torian, Prince, yeah. But
0: uh, Evan, before it, we before just we, like, yeah, before we go to the break though, do you have a favorite like play from this game from Colin? Like, do you have one that that oh for God. you? Like you like I just want to say like I I think the the one honorable mention that I don't think either of us will say is the the when he chased down KD and like swatted the ball away.
1: Oh, that was gonna be my first okay. pick. Like that was the first one. That, like that was my play of the game pick. But I'm like, okay, this is just gonna be a normal game for the Cavs or whatever but when Colin Tied it up to send it into double overtime. I literally jumped out of my seat because that's how exciting it was. Because I'm just like, oh well, the Cavs shot themselves in the foot. They kind of looked lifeless in OT at first, like they're gonna die by death of the Brooklyn Nets big three. It's kind of an unfortunate end to a very well fought game by the Cavs. And then oh, Collins just said, "F it, I'm gonna win the damn thing," and he took it to double OT and then just was absolutely on fire after that, as we know.
0: Uh, here's my favorite. Um, is the is the one I'm watching. I've watched it five times. Poor Jeff Green played a really good game and just just got cooked shout out to Cavs great Jeff yeah so where was his tribute video so Colin Sexton his last shot is he's they're up by eight there's like a minute 30 left like you it's funny because like you're watching Harden shade way off the corner and Kyrie's like shading over towards him like there's three nets just like glaring at him and it's just like and he does a step to the side pull up three and I've never seen Mm. Colin Sexton in my life actually take this shot ever I've just had it. No, and it's, like,
1: it's just been, it was a wacky game, but I'm glad it was wacky in a good way for us. Yeah. And, but then you're like watching the
0: bench in the background and like Okoro's losing his
1: mind. Darius
0: Garland's like flexing as he runs up the bench. Like incredible, it's, incredible stuff.
1: It's, it's good to see like Kevin Love, Darius, Isaac, like players, um, that are want to be here are having a good time watching one of their teammates succeed.
0: Uh, uh, we'll we'll play this clip uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow show when we talk about this because I don't want to clip it tonight because it's already late. But uh, <laughs> uh, JB had a really good quote post game about Colin about how like there's only certain guys that have the ability to do this and Colin like proved them. His proving club was one of them. This game is is testament to that. Colin Sexton is, is a damn baller and we, we got it. It's it's just fact. It's, Let's
1: put some respect on Colin Sexton's name. I will sign my ladies and gentlemen. Form. So will I, like David Zavok. If you happen to be listening, yeah. pass me a form. I'm going to send it and mail it to Hiram Boyd. Myself. I'll hand deliver it to Hiram Boyd myself I, and say, I'm sorry. All right. Uh,
0: but Evan, let's tell everyone real quick about betonline.ag. Uh, they're our betting partner here at the network. And if you're ready for well, the NFL...
1: did you know the Cavs were 10-point underdogs they were significant. tonight to the Nets? Yes,
0: and I bet you they'll be underdogs again on Friday. But maybe you should consider betting on that. And there's a great place to do that, and that's BetOnline. Locked on is your code. 50% welcome bonus. They have... It's a free account. And you get that welcome bonus, 50% with lock code locked On. NFL regular season is obviously done, but the playoff picture is here. And you have... The two big games this weekend with Tampa and Green Bay, and Buffalo and Kansas City. You have uh, a ton of NBA stuff. You have a ton of other stuff. If you want to bet on all of that, Bet Online is the place to do it. Go to BetOnline.ag. Get in on the action. Use that promo code Locked On and get a fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And we also want to let you know about the pod, our newest podcast in the network, Locked On Bets. Twenty twenty is mercifully over. It is time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Lockdown Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Lockdown Bets wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're going to be back after this to do our normal awards, but Colin Sexton obviously was the winner in all of them because he rules, and uh, we're going to talk about everybody else because we should get, put some respect on their names too right after this. All right, Evan, let's just – we'll breeze through this a little Welcome quicker. back to Locked on Colin Sexton, everybody. Yeah, Locked on Sexland. Um,
1: <sighs> I don't want to taint ourselves with the inferior product, but proceed. Eh,
0: respect them. Um, all <laughs> right, Evan, so who is your non colin Sexton MVP of the night?
1: Oi, Boop Gavolt, This is a tough pick because Colin Sexton was my first pick because he was having a good night. Uh, let's just give some shout-outs real quick. Uh, Jenny, Jenny Osmond is my pick. Yeah, it's a good uh, one. Yeah, that, that's who I'm gonna go with. Jetty had 25 points, seven assists, seven rebounds. This was a good Jetty Osmond game overall. Like a really good Jetty Osmond game. You can't. You, these are like unicorns or snowflakes. They're precious moments and unique within themselves. At this point, where Jetty could fall into a valley, because um, you know maybe Kevin Durant were, and we'll respect him a little bit more. The Nets are so depleted though in terms of depth. Though, as soon as like they go to their bench, it's an absolute nightmare. But um. No, Jetty had a really good game and uh he uh, I think AC and John Michael pointed out during the game cuz Chris and I are watching all these at home but it was smart of J.B. Pickerstaff to put the ball in Jetty's hand in the third quarter and exploit Kyrie defensively in the pick and roll and make Jetty attack him. And Jetty was getting some easy buckets all night by exploiting Kyrie defensively. And, uh, yeah, no, shouts to Jetty.
0: Yeah, uh, he, he also was really good as a creator seven assists, as you mentioned, and was, like, really good in just throwing up lobs and, and being functional in that way when the Cavs needed some offense. So salute to my picks, uh, Larry Nance, just because of the four steals. Mm-hmm. Um, did a really admirable job, I thought, on defense. Pulled down rebounds. He's quarterbacking the defense most of the time, and he hit that game. He hit that game tying three when the Cavs really needed him, too. Um, but every Cavalier except for Isaac Okoro had double digit points in this game,
1: and that's okay because Isaac Okoro played. Awesome defense on. Yeah. Let's just put let's put it in context here. James Harden is a perennial MVP candidate. He's a perennial MVP runner up at this point until he came to Brooklyn. Isaac Okoro had the clamps on him at one point to the point where I like wrote down. I'm like my stat of the night is James Harden being held to single digit points in the was it I think it was the first half and then kind of fell apart. He finished with a triple double with 21 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds. But I think it's just kind of a it doesn't matter because Colin Sexton just kind of made all of what Brooklyn did look irrelevant. But um. No, Okoro was super impressive. It's just another one of those nights where you can't really gauge his impact just based on what he did with the box score. He had six fouls, of course, but, I mean, he also had the tough assignment of defending James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. But, no, he was super impressive tonight
0: yeah so one of the one of the things i'll say about okoro um is jb talked about how he just like one of the things for him is that it's just like a mental toughness thing that it's like he he just like when guys go off and they're like the best of the best like you can just like move on and like you you really really need that and that's just damn impressive so evan my play of the night um is actually in uh as a defensive thing because i am nothing if not like a a sick person, um, with 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 certain with certain uh, you know tendencies of myself, but um, the defense in this game in general I thought was good. Like the Nets' offense, like scored a lot, and like then I'll have to look at like their their kind of numbers specifically, but like there was just some really really good defense in this game, and I thought just the rotations mm-hmm. um, you saw. I'm just gonna say generally, like the rotations you saw in this game, and in kind of um it being scrambling and and everything like that for instance like there was a play uh, later in the game and they're kind of haggling it's kind of a little bit of a tight one it's a little bit of a of a tricky situation and they have trapped James Harden and they still rotated enough and like Kevin Durant was like the closest guy to Harden who got the ball on the baseline and I was like oh he's gonna score here and like that's gonna be a problem and they ended up having to rotate the ball because the Cavs rotated so well and communicated so well. And the best shot the Nets could get was a Kyrie Irving pull, which is a good shot still because it's Kyrie, but he missed it. And I could not believe that the Cleveland Cavaliers played that kind of defense, considering, like, Jared Allen was, like, new to this game, his first game, all this stuff. It was just, like, even if the defense does not remain, like, top five or whatever, I cannot believe that this team can do that now. That's crazy to me.
1: No, it really is crazy that because you and I are talking about this, Yesterday's episode, where he said they play Brooklyn two games, then they play the Celtics, then they play the Lakers. Like, that is a buzz all the Cavs are walking into, and their defensive metrics and the fact that they're one of the top defensive teams in the league heading into this um, was really going to be tested. And they performed admirably against Brooklyn, and no, like, just active hands again helped lead Cleveland to a win, and Larry Nance again, leading steals man in the NBA, is a big part of that. And I think, I mean, Drummond didn't have as much of an impact, but Drummond is also. A part of that. I mean, Okoro's a part of that. When they get Garland back, he's going to be a big part of that. Um, I mean, even Prince has some active hands tonight, too, and so did Damian Dotson even though he didn't register any steals. Like, the Cavs are a feisty defensive team, and J.B. Vickerstaff really has them locked in and committing to play defense. (laughs) Um, My stat of the night's a little skewed now, just because of how overtime went, but for a while, it's just the fact that they were able to hold Brooklyn to such abysmal three-point shooting. Like Kevin Durant finished three and nine. Jeff Green finished four, of seven. Kyrie Irving was three of eight. James Harden couldn't hit a shot for a while, but he finished the night three of six. Joe Harris, who is an elite three-point shooter, finished the night two of seven from three. And then they didn't hit a single three off the bench. So the Cavs aren't a good three-point defensive team. That's their biggest flaw in their defensive scheme. But, um, no, they held a very elite offensive Brooklyn Nets team to thirty six point six percent shooting from beyond the arc, and I think that's worth giving a shout out to, that's my stat of the night pick.
0: Yeah, the Cavs also shot fifty my stat is the Cavs shot fifty two point six percent at three pointers.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's like that's part of that's Colin Saxton going nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a it was a good time. Like Jetty four or nine, Larry three or five, Torian Pierce three or five, Damian Dotson, a fun addition for the Cavs. Three of six from three. I mean, not a bad night for the kilometers from Beyond the Arc. Oh, Isaac Okoro two of four as well, and people told me he couldn't shoot. Well, he
0: he looks like he's a little more comfortable, and I think the next step for him is going to be like finishing in certain instances where I just want him to like dunk, yeah. and he's just not comfortable it but he'll he'll probably get there. But Evan, uh, real quick, just because yeah. we're gonna uh, talk about the some health stuff in the last segment, um, Jared Allen twelve points, eleven boards, played thirty one minutes, and and was the center down the stretch. Uh, Torian Prince thirty two was checked in first before uh alan did uh he had 17 and 7 and as you as you alluded to uh thoughts on the on the new guys and and, th- and anything in particular from them pop for you uh
1: no they both looked really good i think uh shout outs to friend of the pod justin ruin for calling torian prince wash at 26 he's younger than i am and i'm more washed than torian prince is at this point i turned 28 in less than two weeks i think at this point about that but uh either way um no, Torian Prince was really impressive. He kind of looked rusty at first, a little shaky, a little maybe he was playing a little bit too juiced up because he's playing against his former team. But, no, it looked solid enough with 17-7-4, seven and, and I think he's going to be a solid bench piece for the Cavs, a solid depth piece. I think the fact that he isn't going to be forced to play a lot of backup forward. He can play 2-4 through four in JB's system is going to help him a lot. But Jared Allen was so damn impressive and just like – I texted you about it, and you just, like, you noticed a huge difference from when Andre Drummond left the floor to when Jared Allen came on the floor, and granted, Brooklyn brought in some other bench players as well, but, like, DeAndre Jordan was taking Andre Drummond to the woodshed for a while, and um, Jared Allen just kind of provided a defensive spark because he was just blocking his old teammates, and... It's real. He's really a good defensive player, and I'm glad the Cavs are making it known to the world that they envision him as the center of the future for them. And um, I hope this marriage works out, because I'd be very happy to have Jared Allen, and I'm excited to see more games with him in action.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other thing I'll just say is, like, I, I think... His is like him and like notable that McGee doesn't play and they play smaller. I think that's intentional. Um, I I think Larry will play a little less once Kevin comes back. And frankly, like Larry just looks exhausted all the time, even though he had like five days off. So like, frankly, it will be good for, for Larry's um, stamina. But I, I think it's, I thought it was notable that like, I thought that Allen and Drummond, as long as they're both on the team. And again, I don't expect that to be a thing. For the whole season, or or at least in the next year, beyond this season, at least. Yeah, I, I think they provide different stuff, and I think it's clear like you can do different stuff with them, and I think that's probably good for the yeah. Cavs, just having some ability to throw different looks at teams because they're like Drummond doesn't play down the stretch in this one, um, you know, JaVale McGee doesn't play. Period. Yeah. He's available, folks. Right. He's extremely available, but. Um, you know, it, there's going to be nights where, like, Drummond closes like that over Allen, and Allen's on the bench. Yep. And, like, that's just going to be the reality. And I think Allen, for this particular game, was was probably the right call. But, Evan, let's take one more break. Yep. We'll talk about the health and, and updates coming after this, because reinforcements are coming. But I want to let everyone know about our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar, as you probably know, is the best-tasting protein bar on the market. I just got a new shipment today of cookies and cream, double chocolate, and... um. Caramel brownie, which I'm very, very excited about. Those are three of the very best flavors. But they have other great ones, including coconut almond, German chocolate, peanut butter, mint brownie. Nick Van, Nick Van Engzit was eating a peanut butter one earlier today on a on a Zoom call. It was fun to see that. But these are protein bars covered in 100% chocolate. They're soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health-conscious guy They help you lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and that's great for anyone doing a keto diet out there. Um, right now, free cooler with purchase. That's while supplies last. And go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN to get 20% off your next order. Again, promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And sometimes on orders right now, I know I got one. You get a, you get a Built Bar mask. If you need another mask in your rotation. Pretty sick. Pretty sick. Got like, am not going to
1: lie. Yeah. The pretty. I want to wear, if I, if I can get mine in soon enough, I'm going to wear it for the next live stream the whole time.
0: Evan, I actually got like three of them in my order. So if you don't get one, I'll send you one your way.
1: Oh, thanks buddy. Yeah. No problem.
0: Um, and also guys want to let you know about the locked on NBA podcast. So it's obviously one of the great, great shows here in the network, but Wednesdays and locked NBA, small market beats Meets big market. John Corrales and Jake Madison are the hosts, and they're going to take you a look at the NBA from all angles. Subscribe to Locked on NBA Podcast today, wherever you're probably listening to Locked on Cavs right now. All right, Evan, let's just talk about health coming back. And the Cavs beat Brooklyn. They're off tomorrow. They'll practice. We'll probably get some more updates.
1: Um, Dylan Windler will for sure be back on Friday. So I'm, I'm gonna and ask. It's an interesting snafu on why he didn't play tonight. So
0: why don't you tell us that and update us on Darius? Because I thought he, the vibe I was getting was that he was gonna play, and he's been out like a week longer than they sort of I- originally indicated right now. So that's weird. And yeah. I, they don't. Oh what? Like it is not their job to be fully transparent. It is our job to figure out like what is actually going on. Um,
1: well, the Cavs yeah. are very cautious with players, especially young ones. Like you gotta look at it this way. Again, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon for these Cavs, and you want your young players to be available long term, and that's why maybe they're being cautious with Dylan and Darius. JB shared with it before the game, it was a bit of a clerical error on their part, so when they filed for the exception to sign Yogi Ferrell, they had they said Dylan Windler was going to be out till a set point. I guess that set point was still including today, but it is expired by Friday, so he's available to play. He was healthy and available to play, technically speaking, but because of the exception the Cavs applied for, he was not allowed to play legally until Friday. So that's just a weird clause and formality of the situation, but good to hear Dylan's healthy. I think he'll be fun and an interesting piece. It's The Cavs are starting to get a little crowded now with Prince and Allen here, too, and those two playing so well, so it's going to be interesting to see how what JB does with this lineup. Like Before I Explain the Darius thing and we talk about that, but it was an interesting lineup that JB had where he had, um, I think it was Larry, Torian, um, Jetty, either Jared or Andre, and then another wing player. It might have been Damien, but there wasn't a true point guard out there at one point for Cleveland, and it kind of worked. And I'm like, there's some fun versatility for JB Bickerstaff, but. When it comes to Darius, I got the vibe he was going to play too, but maybe the Cavs are just being overtly cautious again. And I think he will go for sure on Friday because that's at least what Colin said. Like, he's excited to have him back. And I'm just getting the impression that, like, he'll be back. And hey, maybe Austin Carr will let us know an hour before tip off again who it is and isn't playing because JB's very cryptic on who is and isn't playing.
0: Yeah, I I just think in general the Cavs getting guys back, even if like you have to be careful with them and limit their minutes and bring them back a little more slowly. Like, I, I just think this is gonna help because, like, here, the, some of the people's the rosters that uh, we that we quite that we think are good, Darius Garland's gonna help a lot. Like. Dylan Windler as a shooter is going to help a lot. And, like, and I think now Torian Prince and, and Jetty kind of playing a little more consistently is going to give you time to kind of ease him back in that maybe you wouldn't have had earlier in the year. And Damian Dotson, too. Because I think I think bringing back Windler slowly and kind of building up his confidence mm-hmm. seems needed to me based on um, just how earlier this year went. But this is a deep team. This is a team with a lot of useful players. Um, you know, they're three deep at center. They're deep at the wing. And again, like, is this, like top level talent necessarily like the highest, highest players. No, but they have like a lot of really solid NBA players now and they can throw a wing look that they couldn't throw before they can throw, you know, as you alluded to, like lineups that are just kind of a bunch of long guys with, uh, not with non-traditional point guards and kind of squeak by at least, at least defensively. And if for a little bit, if they need to. So I, I, it's just a good thing to see them getting healthy. Um, you know, maybe this will, maybe if things. I, I so would expect them to kind of, from just talking to some people, that I think, like, at least one of the two-way guys will probably remain on the roster just because of COVID, potential COVID concerns and, and outbreaks. Well, they
1: can expand it to a third two-way guy, I thought. Yeah,
0: it's just, I think you're going to at least see one of them kind of stick around with the main roster when that bubble. Uh, the G League bubble starts because I think you're just going to still be concerned, but I think this team is just really deep now, and I think, you know, like you, like Larry Nance Jr. is not going to have to play like almost 40 minutes a night in a regular season game once everyone's back. Like Jetty, oh. like oh, Jetty probably won't if they go into double overtime again. He might not be playing 50 minutes if that's the case, right? Like I, I think like you're the, getting the workload down will be good in such a condensed season. Um, And once they get healthy, I think that's frankly just going to be a benefit of of having a roster like this. So it's it's a good thing um and i i think if i was gonna just say like i think darius is clearly to me like a, a big big ingredient to kind of us figuring out what is exactly being built here and kind of also just getting the team functional in terms of ball movement in a little bit and then kevin's going to be really important and i, I don't know we don't have we have less of a clear timeline on him but it doesn't seem like it's that far off from from based on when he got hurt and kind of just the vibe around him and him being around and everything like that
1: no, it really, really does. And let's just put it this way. Like, it really sucked to see the Cavs were destroyed um, by injuries early into the season. And um, I think the Cavs being cautious is also them being cognizant of the fact that, like, they cannot afford to lose their players, that many players, so quickly for such a long, extended period again, as well. So. Be cautious. Like I know um our guy Hiram asked me like what's going on with Kevin Love, and you and I are actually talking about it a little bit too, and I was just kinda aping off what you said, but like he's three weeks into his three to five week window. Um, with how injury prone Kevin is and how the Cavs are kinda cautious with all their players. Expect whispers about Kevin Love making his return in about two, two and a half weeks time. And then we'll start really start to look at what the Cavs look like at full strength and kind of what this cleveland team is and if chris manning and i will be eating crow even more about this Cavs team being a play-in tournament wait no i will not be eating crow you will i'm we have cameras on so i'm really pointing the finger at you today that's fine
0: i i can uh i can take it it's cool um they're fun man this is a really well coached team this is a good team this is like a team that is just playing in a way that i didn't really even think they were fully capable of um nope like, Not at them all. being this feisty is, like, I think part of something I thought would probably be the case, but um, they seem... They're, like,
1: annoying feisty. Like, but they're... I feel, and then they just like, also j- have, like,
0: that killer... Like, the killer... Instinct. And they like, just have guys that are kind of blossoming. Like, Larry Nance is blossoming one of the best utility players in the league. And I mean, that is the most oh, yeah. confident, like, in the world. Like, Andrew Drummond's... A, it, de- it, uh, like, Andrew Drummond has his flaws, but, like, is a pretty dang good player. Like, Colin Sexton is, mm-hmm. is erupting in front of our eyes. Like, there's a lot to, like with this Cavs team in a in ways that I didn't quite project and I I think that makes for, for really fun and again this might have been the most fun Cavs game I've watched since 2018 I think
1: yeah I'd say that's about yeah I can, unless it was like a weird nuclear sextant game other than that like it's I, been kind I, of blase for a while.
0: Poor went out for, for him but like the KPJ Heat game is like one of the other ones that comes to mind and like some sexting yeah. performances and stuff but uh, maybe the nug- the game in Denver last year like the, the apex of the John Beeline era was, was a fun one
1: the game you and I said the Cavs were dead in the water. Walking into, I was early into my locked-on <laughs> Cavs days, so I didn't really know how to form an opinion yet. <clears throat> Just fun times. Yeah, no, this is a fun game. And I tweeted this. It was like, and we talked about this, it's exciting that a lot of people on a national level were watching this Cavs team take down the Nets. But I know the Locked On Podcast Network was telling everyone to check us out. If you are checking us out, stick around for a while. This is a fun team. It may not be immediate results, but give it two or three years, and the Cavs are really going to be cooking. And tonight's just an example of what they're going to be cooking with.
0: Yeah, uh, again, check us out if you're listening because I did the Lockdown Now thing. We're trying a new initiative to kind of boost some things forward here at the network. So please check that out. Support, um, subscribe, rate, and review, please. Especially if you're on iTunes, um, any five surveys we can get, we would be super, super beneficial of anyone that can go do that um, and, and support us here. But again, the Cavs win. Colin Sexton has, the, like, I think, without question, the best game of his NBA career. We'll be back tomorrow talking about Kyrie, talking about Colin, talking about any other, maybe some updates from practice and some maybe some betting stuff too as we kind of dive into this. But for myself, for Evan, this has been Locked on Cavs, and, uh, or as, as just at least for today, Locked on Colin Sexton because the boy, the bull is a damn bucket. We'll talk to you all soon.